This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast, and I can do this even if it takes me three tries today. But I'm joined again by my ever-present co-host who's going uh, to save us from this epic fire that's starting already, I think. Hi, Dave. Surely not. Surely not. I mean, the, the tongue twister <laughs> of our intro could never, never fails to disappoint. Uh, what also doesn't fail to disappoint is uh, this interview uh, that we're having with, and I'm really enjoying with Rodolf, from Remotive. I was going to say .io, which is their previous uh, URL. It's now Remotive.com. More remote working and uh, and other related uh, stuff coming up. So, if you've enjoyed the series so far, uh, welcome to more of the same. If you haven't enjoyed the series so far, then then what on earth is wrong with you? This is great. It is, and we're almost there. It's not the last episode yet. There's one more coming after this, but uh, let's let's get to it. Yep. Enjoy those uh, enjoy those remote working life hacks. It's interesting because when it comes to skill, I feel like YouTube stepped in big time. My dad would literally go on YouTube if he has to change a spare part on the lawnmower and look it up, which is now reflects muscle memory for non-tech native generation. Same goes yeah. for you know much younger kids that want to figure out how to you know, tie a tie or anything else. You'll find tutorials on nearly any skill, like physical thing. If you want to redo a wall or just pick up something quick, I think anything you can pick up in less than half an hour, YouTube is there for you. Are they, I think they sort of want. Also, we have a much shorter attention span than ever before. And I think however mm -hmm. appealing sitting throughout a three-hour lecture for something theoretical has been or still is, a lot of the younger generation, they want the thread, they want the TikTok 15 seconds, they want, they want like something immediate, which I'm not for, but I'm sort of witnessing that change. So education yeah. sort of follows suit. Um, this morning, just randomly, I was on the Bloom Tech landing page, formerly known as Lambda School. They mm. famously offer earning shared agreements to do boot camps placing you into tech. I don't, I'm not sure about the claims and how good it is, but the approach they have, that's interesting to me because if you go to the landing page, they give you three different schedule, whether you are working full time, then they offer you evenings and morning classes and sort of weekend catch up, whether you're a parent and sort of work around potential school schedule or whether you want to do this education full-time yourself, so full-time student this time, whereas you know they're going to shorter, shorten the, the, the length of the tuition and the learnings, but then again, you're working six days a week. So yeah. suiting, like matching opportunities, which is easier in this case, because it's all computer facing, it's code, it's tutoring. So it's particularly well suited as higher education to people that are pre-selected also to be receptive to that because I think it's sort of matching both ways. Again, I don't know how good it is and whether it's worth any worth money, but the education take they have on it, I think it, it's interesting and we'll probably see more of that in the future. I also know having taught in higher education business school for like five plus years that business schools really like having people within walls because networking mm. because mm. because you also need to justify your ginormous fees because uh you know <laughs> campus is network effect and and so on and so forth so it's interesting to see how it's going to change but certainly whether you're looking for skills whether you're looking for education you know vocational or 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 picking something more say applied you can pick up through the internet it's going to be many different paths uh, i think tech might assist but i 
don't think this is going to be all-encompassing as a solution as well. Mm. Yeah, but I also think that the, the TikTok generation is getting a bit of a bad rap because you can say what you want, but for me, context switching, I'm old, is hard. So the least amount of context switches I, need, I can do in a day, the better my day yeah. will be in productive. The younger generation, because of things like a TikTok, they're used to these short attention span things. And I find that they mm. can do context switching way better than I can. Now, it's still bad. I think, still think if you can avoid it at all, you're going to be better. Yeah. But they suffer a lot less from the negative effects of context switching than me. And that's partly because they're kind of grown up with this bite-sized uh, podcasting, <laughs> bite-sized lifestyle. And yeah, uh, yeah. to the future, and also for remote working, I think that's why remote working is here to stay because from a baby almost humans mm. are getting used to this fragmented lifestyle of i'm gonna do this yeah. here i'm gonna move there do that there and i don't care where i am i've got my connectivity i can do whatever i want and that's actually a good thing in, in the end i guess uh, i don't know because like stop how, contradicting so how me you, come on how do you answer you know you know i love to contradict you because it makes for a good podcast uh, you always tell me that so um like what's the the downside of that like i think there is very much a flip side to that coin and that is there are some things that actually require focus and there are right. some things that require like, like a, a block of time and attention now, let me finish. Nope. If if you've got... See? TikTok generation right yes. there. Um, if you see um, someone who is like very used to context switching, the problem is that they get so used to it that they they want to continue to context switch. So they usually... Yeah, yeah. Like, the pattern I've seen mm -hmm. is they usually struggle to focus for longer periods of times on specific tasks. That's actually what I meant to say. What I, what I see now with the younger generation is that they... For me, when I context switch, I need this amount of time before I'm into this topic and I'm concentrated. I need this amount of time to get out of it again. And that time of adjustment to the new to the new topic, the adjustment towards that focus, mm. I find maybe it's just the people I meet. I meet good people. <laughs> uh, but that time seems much shorter than I need or no, know that, that I need it. Yeah, so yeah, they yeah. can still do the focusing. They just don't need mm. that much lead time towards it. They're able to do it mm, quicker yeah. somehow. I don't know. Or maybe I'm just getting old. That's possible too. I think it's been it's been more present in remote work as a conversation as well. Because if you think about the pandemic, we're all stuck at home. So what often happened is that when you were done with your work, at some point you'll be watching a movie or watching your phone for distraction. And there's a huge conversation happening between relaxation and distraction. Basically mm -hmm. saying, yeah. are you stepping out of the screen? to watch another screen that is your phone, to go through social network, whichever, you know, fantasy league, sport, whatever you're into. But basically, are you stepping out of screen to see another screen versus are you recharging, meaning contact with close one, with nature, hobbies, anything that's not screen facing that actually helps you recharge. And yeah. I believe that unfortunately, uh, we will see people getting either fed up or slightly burnt out due to being going from screen to screen all day long for personal entertainment maybe they're just you know remote workers and they want to chill watching a youtube video or just keep in touch with family through a zoom call and it, it's harder as well to set things apart and i believe that uh, i've heard over and over again that some of the things people like about offices that somewhat has been changed with home offices quality home offices mm -hmm. or co-working spaces is the ability to shut the door behind you 
and have a physical separation between work and uh, and home or anything else in work. And I believe we're rebuilding that a little bit. And phones, la work laptops, they have a lot of merits because you're more flexible. But the downside is for sure that it's much harder to disconnect. Being you know TikTok generation later, I find myself caught in that uh, conundrum oftentimes, especially as a business owner. On top of that, because yeah. you know you've got full responsibility, ability to switch things. If I have two phones or two computers, not convenient. If I just have the one, then I'm one tab away from checking in my business and working remotely. <laughs> so bit of a struggle. And I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts that you both on, on how you feel about that context switching part. I've got, yeah. I've got a quick tip I, actually. I've got lots. I've got, I've got a quick tip <laughs> for the, the, the work laptop. Um, I have two laptops and I use two browsers. One browser has all the work stuff. One browser has all the private stuff. One mm. laptop has that browser installed. The other laptop has the other browser installed. That way, you never get into the. Uh, I'm I'm on the site anyway. Let's just quickly check my calendar. I can't. I have to physically move up a stair <laughs> to the second floor to mm. get the other laptop to be able to do that. And I've done that at a certain points, very specifically, to tear that out of each other to make sure that you actually can close that door, even if it's a virtual door of a laptop lid. You close down. It actually works very well yeah. for me. I like it. I, like yeah. I need that. I have two browsers, but one computer, so I need to. Uh, I tried that first. That. It wasn't enough. <laughs> yeah. The, the other, the that. other one. Yeah. The other option is like if you don't want the inconvenience of two laptops, is at least have two separate user profiles. Yeah. And sure. Sure. like you know, setting yourself that sort of you know, I'm not going to switch to that other user profile, uh, and I mean like user profile at the OS level. Mm -hmm. So you deliberately yeah. need to switch yeah, out, out of a yeah, log out. Or, you know, most most modern OSs you can you can do um, user profile mm -hmm. switching. It is too easy, but and it but it requires discipline. For me, that's that's what works for me. Yeah, discipline but it work does require it discipline. Needs to be physical laziness. Walking <laughs> up that flight of stairs. That I know I won't do unless I really have to. <laughs> So, opening the chest and putting it out <laughs> yeah like unlocking garden, unlocking the again. chest taking the chains off <laughs> cracking the cement pulling yeah but there's other things as um, well i mean i've also found myself last year buying books again I've, I, i'm an avid reader i've yeah. been reading all my life i've got hundreds of books from the days before and then the e-books came up and you started reading e-books and i read on your phone with the kindle app or something like that and again you're going right. from screen to screen to screen and now I'm buying books again, just printed paper books, go on the couch, little light, read a physical book. It, again, relaxation versus uh, distraction. Mm. Absolutely. Non-screen watching evenings are tricky, tricky to get at some time, but I felt they were rewarding as well, just yeah. breaking away from screens entirely. I, some, something I, I do is my my life outside of work is... I would say radically different to my my life inside work and what i mean by that is um you know i i sort of i spend more of my time in fact almost all of my time outside of work doing projects in the garden doing kind of we're sort of very slowly renovating uh our property um we've got um sort of almost an endless number of, of kind of outdoor or um, <laughs> otherwise kind of projects that are continuously ongoing. Um, and so I, I never, 
I, I will I will typically um, when I'm doing some of these things maybe I'll listen to a podcast in the background uh, that's probably the most kind of digital thing that I will do over uh, like an evening or a weekend uh, but beyond that you know I, I I deliberately focus on doing things that are very different now the one the one thing that kind of for me I guess crosses the the streams a little bit between kind of work and 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 home life because it's uh, maybe the two things I guess because they are more screen oriented is one I I love watching films I love you know a good uh, a good series and uh, and that sort of thing and I also when I whenever I find the time for it I do love uh, still gaming and that sort of thing but yeah I haven't done for quite a while due to time <laughs> but certainly the the disconnecting the just going off doing something different, doing something outside, doing something in nature, doing something with your hands, something physical. Um, like for me, that's the thing that really kind of recharges me. Like in, physically, I'm exhausted come Monday morning, but it, but like intellectually, emotionally, I'm like fully charged and ready to go. Yeah, I hear you. It's I, I read a tweet the other day. It was um, just a fun tweet about uh, the mindset of tech people sometimes mm -hmm. that are very computer facing, but also have the dilemma of doing other things in their life saying 50% uh, of the time I want to be um, launching a company that becomes a billion dollar company and do something very ambitious with my time. And 50% of the time I want to move out to the woods and build a cabin <laughs> with my bare hands and sort of end the land and, and be very connected to all the things. So I feel like it's great to hear yeah. you do that because I think uh, we all have our offline hobbies and it, it's always get 10 pe tech people in the room and say, you know, what are you making? What are you doing on the side? You'll have <laughs> someone cooking, someone wood carving, someone. So so that's great. I feel like uh, we need that uh, non-screen time. Otherwise, you just, you know, <laughs> it's great, but you get stuck. <laughs> yeah, I've also kind of yeah. noticed that people go one step further and volunteering for stuff also becomes more popular these days. Mm. And companies also in, in incentivize that. I mean, I, from my company, sure. I get 40 hours a year that I can just do volunteer time off on top of my regular vacations is great when i see a lot of people also during the COVID times of course people getting lonely trying to reach out again of course nothing was happening there also volunteering was very hard to do but now that opened up again in the last 12 months or something and you see people kind of do more of that stuff too which is of course yeah great on so many levels yeah true. definitely so I think one of the things we touched on a while back was around um, hiring and the growth of hiring and sort of the the changes that uh, the organizations have been made, like the widening the talent pool. I'm curious, um, sort of, how do you think hiring has, obviously during, during COVID, like no one was hiring, um, you know, physically face-to-face -face at all. Um, I'm curious if you've seen hiring practices shift or change now that people are actually able to to kind of meet face to face more often. I think a lot of the learnings that came with hiring remotely are to, here to stay. I feel like uh, when you think about it, anyways, like the, the applying online and being screened by a recruiter during a 15 minute call, which has been standard in tech for the longest time, it's sort of mm -hmm. always been so that that stuck around. But I feel like there's been so much uncertainty about the world at large and the fact that we may get another lockdown at some point for other reason that um, 
qualities remote workers demonstrate, such as communication and uh, empathy and the ability to work at a distance, have shown to be more and more valuable for companies because we don't know what's going to happen next. So if you're a great remote worker, we assume you'd be able to work, uh, you know, throughout disruptions uh, at, at large. So I, I think a lot of people that hire for those qualities are going to keep hiring for those. And um, certainly the landscape of who is hiring has changed a lot because it's not mm. the same, not in end of the year right now. You have a lot of B2B profitable SaaS companies that are hiring uh, technical talent of all sorts. Um, the gentleman that has the Pragmatic Engineer newsletter, whose name I'm doing mm. me right now, um, has put a list of 700 companies that are hiring on remotive.com will list companies that are hiring. So it's still on, it's just, it's just a little bit harder like just a little bit harder for now for tech candidates to find opportunities because a lot of talented people are being laid off to through no fault of their own aside from you know enthusiastic staffing from the management part yeah. but uh yeah a lot more talent is competing for a set number of opportunities and the fact that it's more global also means that if a company say we're going to pay you an american salary and we hire from anywhere, then it's very, very, very attractive for top talent outside of the US, for instance. So even local candidate that used to, you know, snap their fingers and find interviews, if not jobs very, very fast, are facing competition like they are not used to, at least the cohort that sort of came into tech the last five or 10 years. Mm -hmm. So it's not a brave new world, because I believe uh, there's a lot of capital, they call it dry powder from the venture capitalists. So as soon as funding resume, uh, hiring may resume as well, but there's been a bit of a reckoning uh, from the, especially the big tech part of things where, uh, as we said at the beginning, like a lot of uh, investor felt it was a bit bloated and, and companies became somewhat inefficient. Uh, so some some teams were let go and others just out of pure financial calculation, but uh, the landscape of who's hiring and who's not hiring were, entirely flipped on its head throughout the last six months and companies that are profitable are having a great time they're having a great time yeah. because they secure in talents they would not be been to able to uh secure otherwise six months ago so so that's great yeah. news if you're you know less than 500 people somewhat profitable you're having a great time <laughs> yeah very much so in fact, if Jan, if you wouldn't mind kind of um, putting up the, the layoffs.fyi um, tab up. Um, cool. I mean, it, this is this is sort of really an, an echoing of the, the bloodbath. And you can see at the top, so, so 834 tech companies um, laid off 134,000 people in 2022. If you just hit that drop down um, there and instead change it to... Um, since uh, since COVID started in 2019, like that's 230,000 people. So that means, you know, only 100,000 people were laid off during like the peak of 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 COVID and all the challenges that happened there. You know, 130,000 people, um, you know, were laid off just this year, and we're not we're not even done with this year yet. There's still another. <laughs> Um, you know, a month and a bit to go, but it's, it's just, uh, it's a complete, as you say, the, the kind of the market of, you know, who's, who's hiring and, and who's laying off is, is drastically shifted. 
is there something that is there anything else you see as as a sort of or you've seen i should say as a as a pattern here i think the pattern has been um venture capitalists have been very scared of recession because they've lost a lot of money to previous crisis mm. so they've been quick to send memos saying please reduce costs as much as possible yeah. which is mm extremely counterintuitive mm -hmm. because three months prior they were saying i don't care about your valuation just give me potential and they went from uh, a story oriented uh, say environment to a number oriented environment so it used to be the best story wins because web3 is the future ai is coming a lot of trends were sort of uh, getting great amount of uh, vc money and then overnight it was different overnight it was okay so how many months of runway do you have? Like how many people are you going to be able to sustain so on and so forth? So some companies actually have been lending very good deals because they were very diligent with the capital they raised. So good for them. Uh, you've got a surprising number of companies actually have four or five years of runway because they've been diligent about freezing hiring and basically did not overspend. But others just said, we're going to play the WeWork playbook and every time we raise money, we're going to spend it, then run out of money, just raise it again out of sheer storytelling and so on and so forth. So that playbook did not fly. And other very no number-oriented tech folks, such as uh, Shopify and Stripe, they did have the right vision, in my opinion, which is biased, but uh, maybe not the right temporality, whereas quarterly reporting said, maybe you've been over ambitious in the short term so you cannot over invest just now yeah. which is tricky yeah but the thing also is that with remote working the workforce does become more mobile more flexible and you can yeah. kind of do short term because you know if you fire hundred thousand now and you want to hire a hundred thousand next quarter you probably can and yes there's competition especially mm. in the quality but the people are you have a big a very much bigger pond to fish in so you will fi will you find the same quality again that's a different question of course but just mm -hmm. looking at warm bodies uh, in the fridge, warm bodies in the fridge, that's, that's a nice one. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know about that. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't necessarily think that's true. So I, what I've seen or what I think I've seen is that a lot of these organizations that have frankly gone above and beyond, you know, whatever was a sane expectation and are now you know laying off heavily to correct i mm. think there's a I, I think trust has been broken with a lot of those organizations and i'm not so sure that like when hiring when hiring opens up again like i think there's a lot of people that would look at for example twitter and go yeah do you know what not sure that's the organization that i'd want to go to it's I think they're going to be more, yeah, more muscle memory, like Coinbase, for instance, or Basecamp. Uh, mm. Both companies were saying we keep politics out of the workplace. Well, if you're an applicant, you're going to be voting with your feet, right? If you want to be yeah. outspoken at work, that's not the place you're going to go. I think Twitter, from now on, at least under current leadership, if you want to be advocating for a number of program or, or accessibility, that's that's another place where you feel you're going to be striving for now so uh, and that is all the time we have today did you enjoy that Jan? almost as much as part one and two and probably not as much as part four but i can't, I can't tell you that next week
Okay, okay. We won't break the uh, the, the laws of uh, physics and time and space. Oh, yes, we will. Yeah. <laughs> Probably by accident. But, as I say, that is, unfortunately, all the time we have today and this episode. You can support this podcast by becoming a Patreon. Every contribution really does help. We're on YouTube. You can like, subscribe, hit the notifi- notification bell, and do all the YouTube things. You can also go to roaringelephant.org for a link to our Patreon page. And for more information about our podcast, you can follow us on Twitter using the at Roaring Elephant tag and send your feedback to podcast at roaringelephant.org. But until next time, my name is part three out of four. We're in all the place there. Okay, and my name is three quarters. You all know, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And we look forward to talking to you next week. When I will finally be complete. Goodbye. See you then. (laughs) 